Hi, I'm Max Skrdenchik, Rom from Deep Space Nine. I'll be at Trek On on August 19th, 2017. Book your tickets now at TrekMadeEvents, that's one word, dot com. See you there. Hi. Hey, hey. This is Anthony Montgomery. And Dominic Keating. And you're listening to... The Engage Podcast. You've been Trek-mated, mate. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Trek-mate podcast. Its continuing mission, to entertain, enlighten, educate, and talk all things Trek. To boldly go where no podcast has gone before. Make it so. Prepare to attack all hands battle station. Don't worry, we will get to the bottom of this. All right. Ask is a tall ship and a star to steer by. I don't want excuses, I want answers. Am I authorized to enter the neutral zone? How do you think that tells me about your character? Captain's log, stardate 3541.9. Program complete. Enter when ready. Hello and welcome to Trekmate Takes Over the Engage podcast. My name's Wayne Emery. My name's Jude Hawkins. That's right. We are Trekmate, and we have been invited by your usual hosts to come and steal the show, as it were, treat you to a bit of how we run things. Uh, And we're really looking forward to it. So we better introduce you to our guests and your normal hosts, (laughs) Simon and Jamie. Hi, guys. Hello. Hello. I'm sort of slightly barbecuing here, but never mind. Same. Oh, that's it. I think all of us are certainly sweating our nuts Stupid off at British the moment. Yeah, always at a, always at a time when you don't want it. I Thank you, yeah. to Sort of offhandly mention that because I think if we go a bit nuts at it, that's why. Yeah. So there, there's a reason. If we do go a bit over over, well, crazy, just over the top and crazy, it's the heat. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's it. We'll blame. Get the yeah, elephant no. out of the room as quickly as possible. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Never that would be quite sweaty, in. actually, wouldn't it? <laughs> oh, I'm getting so... something to fan myself with better than a pillow. <laughs> oh, well, that's the thing. I'm, I'm sitting here and uh, I'm absolutely boiling, but the dog sitting on the other end of the chair just <laughs> dying from the heat. Yeah. So yeah, no, I absolutely. It's one of those ones where it's it's not going to be a pleasant night. So that's for sure. So um, yeah. So guys, it's we was just saying on the other side of the room that it's been absolutely ages since we've done our crossover episode together. Two years. Yeah. Yeah. Has it really been that long? Two years. Yeah, it's definitely over two years. Yeah. Before yeah. we even knew what a Jew, um, Jews, yeah, yeah, but it's already happening. It's already happening. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it is. Where does the time go, eh? I know. <laughs> Absolutely flies past. Like because, uh, 
last uh, I think you guys you how long have you been guys going by the, when we spoke to you last was it about six months about that, I think yeah. it was about that yeah so it yeah. was definitely our first year yeah yeah you no know. excellent and I'm so. glad that you guys are still uh, still on the scene because uh, you, long somehow yeah no you're definitely <laughs> we're still alive and kicking that's it. No, it's 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 nice because it's nice to have like the staple members of the community because yeah. like podcasting, it, it, you do even even though we all get up to our own things, you're always aware of what everyone else is getting onto. So it's nice to have the familiar, friendly faces uh, still hanging about. And saying that, we're really looking forward to having you guys joining us in August mm-hmm. as well. Definitely. As we said before, we got going. Thank you for the invitation and everything and that sort of thing. Ah, you're more than welcome. You're more so than we're really welcome. For, we're really looking forward to it and we really do appreciate it. So thank you, guys. No, no worries. worries. And uh, for anybody who's uh, listening who may not have heard, uh, what we're talking about is we are hosting our very own uh, convention in Kings Langley, Hertfordshire uh, on August the 19th. So it's our first outings hosting a convention, and everything is really coming together. We're we're confident it's going to be a fantastic show. A hell of a lot has has come together already by the time people are listening to this. I mean, yeah, I I, I know I shouldn't toot our own horn, but I mean, <laughs> this is a fucking big convention for two guys who've just come out of nowhere, just saying like, let's do a con. Like all you've got yeah. to do is like look at the guest list. It's like fucking hell. How did these guys? Sorry, I don't know. No, it... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Do, do you do you guys swear that much on the Engage podcast, or is this just going to be an explicitly rated episode? Yeah. Now and again, we kind of we we kind of do sometimes. We 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 try not to, but if it happens, we're kind of like, eh, it happened. Yeah, yeah. We, we used sorry. To like, no, no. Honestly, it's honestly it's fine. We, honestly, we, we it's, we're it's much more relaxed. So take over. It's your yeah. show. Yeah. So okay. yeah, you're fine anyway, guys. So <laughs> swear away. Fuck it. Go on, then, <laughs> yeah. dude. It, it is crazy. If you just look at the uh, like the banner poster that we've got on the social media sites, like we've got like I, I I've lost count. Literally, it's something like twelve guests already, and we actually mm-hmm. haven't finished announcing at this point yeah we've got that's one really more announcement to make so yeah. um because that's the thing for uh, we decided early on that it was going to be uh, not just a track event it was going to be a science fiction yeah. fan event um to try and like uh, in it like well we all have interests outside of track but also just try and get as many people through the doors as well but we've got some really cool stuff going on um we've got uh, the guests that we've got so far track wise uh, we are so happy to be having the wonderful max Gradenchik rom from deep space nine uh, yeah. coming to track on uh he super was super happy about that Super, super happy because when me and Jude first decided uh, to do a con, it was literally uh, the Saturday night of Destination Star Trek in Birmingham. Yeah, and we was—I was on my way back to uh, where I come from, and Jude was uh, <laughs> hanging about waiting for one of these pieces in the uh, evening party to be kicking off, and we was just like. We could do this. Yeah, fuck it. We could do this. Yeah. <laughs> and she never looked back. No. Yeah. And 
the very first name that came into our heads when we said we're gonna that we're gonna do a convention is like we said I want Max Gradenchik. Yeah, it, it, it's you know we're not we're not just saying this because like you know we had a list of people and it was like okay let's just say it whoever we get whoever's the biggest one we'll just say that's who it really was Max. It was. There's there's so many reasons which we've spoken about before on our show, but I mean it mainly comes down to the fact that he's such a nice guy. You know, people mm-hmm. love the character on the show, but people love him. He's built up such a good reputation on the mm-hmm. con scene in this country for being a good bloke. And uh, yeah, because I, I remember you, you saying Wayne earlier on that um, like he normally like sees his family, he was going to be seeing his family, kind of. But he said mm-hmm. he's kind of moved that all around just to said come come to this. I think that's I think they said it's really fantastic. I think it's really nice of him. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. He really, and that's what made us feel good. Was he? He clearly wanted to come because he did reshuffle, um, like his planned vacation around to fit Trek on in. Mm. And, and it's all in the middle of all, in the middle of all the uh, Las Vegas and creation events over in America mm. as well, isn't it? Mm. We're bang in yeah. the middle of that. So yeah, we're so like honoured and chuffed by by what he's done for us yeah it really ha- has meant a lot uh so yeah and he's going to be uh there doing panels autographs photo shoots but also what obviously with us being a smaller convention you ain't going to be getting pushed through at a rate of take your photo get the fuck out no. So it's there, going to no a lot more. No, it's going to be a lot more relaxed. You're going to be yeah. able to chill. You're going to be able to converse with the guests. Yeah, and, and I think I think that's actually one of the advantages of a smaller convention like that. You get that much more of that community fan feel a feel to it. And I said mm-hmm. you get that 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 time that that time with the guests as well. It's not just as you say, just a quick old get in get out type thing. Yeah, yeah. We all have the chance to actually chat to them for a little bit, which I think is really, really nice. You connect with them a lot more, you know. And you know, you, you, you said you, you kind of get to know them a little bit. And, you know, you don't just see them as oh, the actor who or actress who is in that. You actually get to know them a little bit as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I think is really fantastic. So, yeah, yeah. definitely. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I just want to make sure we can do everything to just put a smile on people's faces, like because I mean, we're so new to this. You know, this is. Mm-hmm so new to us like we're just doing what we've always wanted all the things that that guys like us talk about like oh at the end of the convention they could have done this they could have done that but that's what we're going to do every one of those things if we can and that's the thing you know if you're if you're really passionate about things like that it really comes through and it really shows i think yeah you know and from what you've guys from what we've what we've seen and what you guys have said i think that's really come through and i think you said you guys are doing an absolutely fantastic job. So, so me and Simon are really, really looking forward to it. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. And uh, just so people uh, know the other guests that we've also got coming, uh, I'll reel through them uh, as well. We've we're being joined by a friend of our show, Paul Olson, who was one of the three guys who was who designed and built the Enterprise for the motion picture. So he's going to be at the con. Um, also, we're going to be getting joined by um, 
a whole bunch of Star Wars guests. We're going to be joined by Alan Austin, who was one of the stormtroopers who uh, froze Han Solo in The Empire Strikes Back. He's pretty oh, much the stormtrooper that does that, isn't he? Oh, I remember mm-hmm. that, yeah. He's the last one to, to hold him and sort of shove him in there, basically. So it's a mm-hmm. pretty, pretty good one. If you're going to have a stormtrooper, that's a pretty good choice. Yeah, definitely. So always um, the one that banged his head. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to watch a DVD tonight, actually, Elstree, 1976. And he's in, I don't know who he is, but he's in it, the one who bangs his head. So maybe at Trek yeah. on 2, 2018 or whatever. Yeah, we can definitely do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we've also got uh, Nick Joseph and uh, David Lyons, who were both of the medal bearers. Sorry, Derek Lyons, who was uh, both... Of... We've got so many people in it, it's hard to... Keep yeah. up with everyone's name. Yeah. But yeah, there, Derek Lyons and... Derek Lyons and Nick Joseph, who were both of the medal bearers in the New Hope. So in the ceremony at the end, they were the ones <laughs> dishing out the medals to Princess Leia. Yeah. Um, we're also being joined by uh, Andrew Lorden, who uh, is going to be running the Jedi Fight Academy, but he <laughs> also played one of the uh, Naboo guards in Phantom Men- Menace, but was also uh, Qui-Gon Jinn's stunt double uh, during yeah. the... Yeah, I think that that's a, a great guest right there and a great thing to be going on. If I can take part in that myself, if we actually have time, I will do that, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Go and do a bit oh. of Jedi training. Yeah, I was definitely thinking the same, although someone will be six miles away from me. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know in my head, I'll just be thinking, like, I'm being trained by Qui-Gon. <laughs> just yeah. won't be able to help thinking that. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're also being joined by a friend of mine, David Waterman, who is uh, who's had a number of roles within uh, Doctor Who over the years uh, and other programmes. Uh, we're also being joined by the legendary uh, John Carrigan, who is loved by all on the convention scene. Yeah, another guy who has a great reputation Yeah, in the UK. Absolutely. We've also been joined by not one, but two uh, New York Times best-selling authors uh, with James Swallow and Una McCormack. So uh, they're going to be there uh, selling their wares and meeting you guys as well. Uh, we'll also be doing a live uh, Q&A via Skype with Dr. Trek himself, Larry Nemechek. Uh, so people can uh, join in with the Q&A uh, live. And also, uh, probably for me, one of our biggest guests is we're going to be joined by the Back to the Future DeLorean. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. People are going to get the chance to sit inside the DeLorean. Not just any DeLorean. It's the DeLorean that was... Um, which was... Uh, built the replica was initially built for the 25th anniversary by universal studios it was shipped over here to then do some uh, pr and then it was bought up by a private buyer over here and it was then even fine-tuned even more so it's the most screen accurate replica of the delorean other well, than the hero car can, itself people can see it on our uh, website on trekmate events 
dot com. If you've uh, not seen it anywhere before, it has made several several appearances across conventions in the UK. But there's uh, pictures with me and you with Doc and Marty yes. actually in the same car that we're going to have. Oh, yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, you, you'll be able to clunk your ass cheeks right <laughs> where Michael J. Fox, Christopher Lloyd, and uh, many more people, and including, including <laughs> Keith Lemon, <laughs> yeah, sat as well. So, yeah, no, it's uh, I can't wait to get in the DeLorean. I can't wait. <laughs> Absolutely. You, know, you know what's going to happen, Wayne, don't you? I'm going to park my bum in there just go, I don't want to move the rest of the week in now. This is lovely. I'm just going to sit yeah. here. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Uh, it, it's not my car. So I'm, I'm, I'm sure you'll soon have someone having to go, yeah. Just, just, keep, on, just keep on buying more photos. <laughs> yeah. You take, just get a constant supply of them, just like get like 100. Oh, I've, got to take, I've just got to take a few photos. You know, it won't be too long. This is me at 10.02. This is me at 10.08. Oh, dear. No, definitely. Oh, I think he's uh, with the DeLorean as well, if I'm not mistaken. He's got, like, stuff that he can and does put on it to make it either look like the car did in the first movie or the second movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he... uh, Most people go with the second movie, I think, because it's it's more stuff going on, but... Yeah, I... That's the thing. I've, uh, I have uh, requested that we get uh, the second movie because then he brings along um, like the hoverboard and a few yeah. other of the props as well. Oh yeah! But, don't forget we've got we've got the Back to the Future. What what are they called again? The, the Hill Valley. Yeah, the Hill, Hill Valley, Valley Preservation Society is going to be coming along. So um, they're going to be bringing a whole bunch of uh, props from Back to the Future to check out as well so and so is there's definitely going to be a big back to the future presence uh at track on as well and there's going to be uh well just so you guys know if you're interested you can buy your tickets at trackmateevents.com uh adult tickets at 12 pound 50 uh child tickets for under 12s are six pound 50 and under fives get in for absolutely free in other words, it's a bloody bargain. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, and we we're determined to um, give people as much value for money as well. So yeah. it, included in that price is you're going to be able to get all of your. Um, uh, you can get into every single talk. You can take part in the Jedi Fight Academy. You can uh, check out the games in our gaming zone. With you the Jedi can... thing, it's just first come, first serve, first come, first serve, basically. Yeah, it? there's going to be four groups going on, and we can fit 16 into each group. Yeah. So uh, it will be first come, first serve. Um, then also you've got the tabletop gaming zone going on. You've got so the theater room. Um, there's gonna the be gaming absolute zone. plenty. Retro yeah, gaming zone. yeah. You want to chill? Yeah, there's going to be absolute plenty, and I'll give you guys um, a sneak preview as well because we haven't announced it yet. We will be playing a couple of games through the day in the main hall. <laughs> um, I'll be, uh, we'll be once again hosting the same uh, quiz that I done at Destination Star Trek in Birmingham. So uh, we'll be doing a Family Fortunes-style quiz for people to take part in. 
Yeah. So uh, we're going to be getting out the old surveys, surveying a hundred fans, and uh, figuring out uh, like what our survey says uh, <laughs> during the day, and then also taking part in the uh, one of the games that we're going to be playing is uh, all of our guests because we're going to play uh, Celebrity Squares. <laughs> If we can work out how to do it, yeah. <laughs> I, ha- I have figured out how to do it. I have figured out how to do it with staying in line with health and safety. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm worried about. <laughs> Stacking up sure you, tables. I'm, I'm, sure you, I'm sure you guys will figure a way around it. So. Yeah. Sounds yeah. really fun either way. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. And also we're uh, hosting the first uh screening even though the, the film's been out a little while but it's going to be the first screening of it's the like public, uh, first uh, large public screening isn't it i guess yeah it is uh, of the uh star trek fan film chance encounters which you guys will be hosting the um q and a uh, part after uh, yeah. the uh, after the screening Yes, which we're very, quite, very excited about. We're really looking forward to that. And we're yeah, checking Gar- that film out as it is on YouTube already. Yeah, 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 and Gary's a nice guy as well. He's a really good bloke. He's a really good bloke. He's a really good bloke, so it'll, it'll be good to you. It'll be good to you. On top of even that, there's even more that we probably don't know about. Exactly. You know what? There probably is a few things we've forgotten. There's so much. <laughs> well, no, One thing, actually, considering when this episode is dropping, we can safely say that um we would have announced it by then um we have our final guest yeah we uh, we can do that yeah (laughs) no our final guest uh to be uh announced is um, it's sort of an exclusive it depends how quick you get this out yeah yeah it depends (laughs) how quickly it's out no i think it's going to be wednesday that uh, the guys want to put out it's now when you're listening to it but yes next Wednesday. yeah we'll record it so yeah, no, that's uh, no. We would have announced it by then. I'll make sure that we do. We always uh, get confused when we're talking about the presenters. Actually, we're releasing this in the future, but we're why talking did about I ever it. start that? Why yeah. did I ever start that? That's caused problem. Never, carry on, carry on. Carry on. No, you know why? Time travel so much shy. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes. Oh, definitely. So no, uh, yeah. we're going to be our final guest to be announced is uh, another Star Wars guest. His name is Sandeep Mohan, and he plays a number of um, stormtroopers in the Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool! So he's as so current as it gets, really. Yeah, no, he he's in pretty much at like every pivotal scene within the film. Yeah, so, I love that, the fact that we've got everything from New Hope uh, to Episode 1 and then all the way to Episode 7 now. You've got a really I just think that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think, uh, to be honest, I think there's going to be something for everyone. And uh, we, we, the, the thing is, we know that we know we're going to have a great time and we're going to make sure that everybody else feels exactly the same way. So, yes, it's going to be our mission to make sure that, that everyone's happy. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing. We have uh, we have offered uh, obligatory blowjobs for people who <laughs> book early. So You've offered. Yeah, so get in there early, guys. Book your tickets now. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, uh, so, yeah. Don't no, think they've ever had 50. a better offer, Wayne. No, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Exactly. Who, who, they can't resist. <laughs> Trackmate events. We're not going to put it on the poster. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's in the small print at the bottom of the poster. <laughs> book before. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whether you like it or not. <laughs> Oh, is it like one of those like spy things where it's hidden in like the full stop or it's like yeah it's in there just you just have a like microscope to find it yeah, it's in there yeah, it's, it's in just, there it's the microscope yeah that's the thing and also because there's going to be the event's going to be recorded a lot so we're going to make sure that we send out cards that people can have some scratch and sniff uh, going on so they can experience <laughs> the blowjob for themselves. <laughs> oh, I was taking all my power not to spit my drink <laughs> all over the laptop screen. Worst time to drink. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. So yeah, no, that's what's going on with us guys. <laughs> oh. So. Uh, I suppose it's time to talk about a little bit of Star Trek news. Time for Trek News on the Trekmate Podcast. Yes, it's time for some Trek news. And this week it was announced the date of Star Trek Discovery. Uh, as Simon Yay. just confirmed for us. So <laughs> it was the 24th of September for America for and the 25th for us. over here, over on Netflix. That's the thing. I, and to be honest, I'm probably thinking that it's the 25th over here because... Uh, it, time zone wise is probably going to get released either the same time or within a few hours mm. just because we're like well sometimes uh, yeah sometimes they do uh they do do that don't they with uh, stuff like netflix where it will come on at one o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. so yeah. uh, so even though it says 25th it, it practically is the same day it is just that time zone difference yeah yeah. Well, you can imagine their servers are probably in, what, San Francisco? So mm-hmm. we're probably going to have a six-hour delay from when it hits, like, midnight for them. So it might hit six o'clock in the morning over here. It's that sort of yeah. difference, but I think possibly. I'd guess they'd get it at something like nine o'clock where they are, and then we'll get it at, like, one or two in the morning, I would yeah. have thought, mm. would be yeah. my guess. Well, uh, well, no, it says here that um, the show is premiering on the oh uh, the in america the cbs uh, cbs yeah. because they're doing one episode on uh the normal cbs channel oh it's, just as a teaser just to get people to buy the cbs yeah thing and it's it's that's going to air on the 2nd of september at eight thirty p.m which will show the first of the two episodes which will then the rest will then be shown on the twenty fourth. That is according to the Independent. Okay, but we still won't get it till the twenty fifth. In so the twenty fifth, yeah, in the UK with Netflix, so you can have to avoid. Yeah, that's probably going to get leaked over here by by the time we actually get it. I don't yeah, 
Not that we sure condone not... this, you know. Not... No. <laughs> no well, I'm, sure, I'm not going to make sure not to type in even the word Star Trek then into Google at all for that time period. I think would be best. Yeah. Honestly, I, I don't know what to do. I mean, if someone emails it to me, I'm going to be pretty tempted to click on it. But at the same time, I really want to see it in glorious HD on my TV, you know. Yeah. It's very oh, definitely. much old school, though. Mm-hmm. I was not getting it for like six months afterwards is it yeah. it's kind of very much old school kind of next gen ds9 era kind of yeah. oh let's wait for it to like, i think it always goes back to like second part of best of both worlds which we, which we didn't get for what was it like two years later or whatever it was i, I don't know I mm-hmm. so it's going back to that sort of thing kind of mm. but these days you know that like, a month is crazy which is same yeah. as ludicrous if you said that's just you know, us going back what twenty odd years, you go. Hey, if you had to wait a month for a new episode, how would you react? We'd be going bloody hell! That's incredible. Whereas yeah. now we're going. Yeah. Oh that's my god, that's that's yeah. stupid. Why are you doing that? But, uh, yeah. It's, it's society these days for you, though. But yeah, if, but if, if you choose not to watch it, you're just going to see stuff all over social media for that month, and it's going to feel like forever. All these people moaning about Klingons and whatnot. <laughs> Whatever yeah. they're going to moan about. Well, Too much the diversity. <gasps> no, you, they'll, oh, find God, they'll find something to complain about. They always do. Yeah, well, yeah. that's what. That's the the times that we live in, though. You can't with social media. You can't not watch something and expect to stay spoiler free. Yeah. But at, at least in this situation, according to the Independent, that is only going to be for the very first episode. Yeah, probably gonna... up. Yeah, so they're only going to be doing the first episode on the 2nd of September on CBS. I, I think it's smart business for CBS over there if they're wanting to make money off Yeah, uh, they're just, they're off, just trying to keep app. their investments going for the American yeah. viewers. So it, it's going to work sense. over there. It's, it's going to work. It just, no it just sucks a bit, doesn't it? It's just kind of, oh, well, mm-hmm. never mind. Same old. I, yeah. I am just very, very grateful that we do live uh, somewhere where Netflix is streaming it <laughs> straight away, you know? Exactly, yeah. I said, I'm, I'm, you know, I said, I'm really looking forward to it. I said, it, the last trailer, it was great. I said, yeah. it really got me excited for the whole thing, so. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That's- and, and as Simon can attest to, I absolutely love the, the uniforms. Just the brief glimpses you had. Oh, my God. Yeah. Amazing. Absolutely yeah, amazing. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, we're big fans of the uniform. I've always been excited about it. I just want to put that out there. I've always been excited. So there's no kind of, oh, now I am. I always have been. Just <laughs> no, want to put that out there. Yeah. No, uh, Jude and same, I are in the same it, boat. It just just the trailer upped the excitement, yeah. I think. Mm, you know, exactly, but you see yeah. that, like, oh, it's real. It really, really is happening because... <laughs> They just went on about it for so long, saying, like, it's delayed, it's delayed, it's delayed. And then yeah. you're getting all these stupid trailers, what weren't even really for the thing, like the uh, showing the Enterprise ships on, yeah. like, 3D video, whatever you call that. Yeah, exactly. And then suddenly you Why get a proper trailer. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> if, you, if you could do that, do that as, like, a little celebration thing of... Uh, the enterprises don't make it even anything stew discovery. No, they shouldn't have done it. didn't make any sense to Just like I think that they shouldn't have bothered showing the um trailer that they did at Comic Con last year of, of the, the shit discovery that everybody shit. hated. Yeah. Well because... not everyone. A lot of people hated. 
the majority of people hated. Yeah. And I think that's just because it was such an early concept version of it that it's one of those ones that you see in the special features of a DVD and yes. go, oh, yeah, I can see the progression there. That's not yeah. something that you try and wow people with. No, which, yeah, it was it was bad timing, that. Yeah. But no, we've always been uh, excited about it, and we've always been of the firm mindset that if you're a Star Trek fan, whether you end up liking Discovery or not, it's your fucking obligation to make sure that you do at least like set it so it, like turn it on on your Netflix, walk out the room, go do the housework, take the dog <laughs> for a walk anything just leave it plain because we want the viewer numbers up we want it to be a success because if discovery fails we will not get a new series again yeah yeah i I agree people have to remember like star trek has sometimes been a bit of a slow starter with with so many of the series where people uh criticize the first season the most like tng uh ds9 yeah i think apart from the original series all the kind of yeah criticising yeah. I, I would say the only exceptions to that rule is TOS and Enterprise because I think out of all of the new like the newer Star Trek Enterprise was the only one that had a great first season I, I do think it was great but I think it got a lot more intense on those oh, it did. last two you know it did it did but Jude and I are both big Enterprise fans Definitely, yeah, I love it all. So I, mean, that's the thing. I I've come to kind of, I think, I think that that's been the kind of general consensus about Enterprise over the last few years. People have kind of re- who initially weren't that keen at kind of rewatched it, gone, oh, actually, this isn't as bad as I think, and actually, people have actually grown more fond of it. Yeah, that's the thing. I think that's what's going to happen. We're going to get a renaissance in about probably about ten years after Discovery, and everyone's going to go. Actually, we were done right unfair against that because. I say Enterprise is the nearest nearest comparison because that was the one where what the internet was available abundantly, mm-hmm. and yeah. now this is the first one where social media has been abundant. So yeah. it's going to have the same sort of thing to it. You're going to get a lot of hate, but it's not going to be seen as much as it actually is. They're just yeah. a lot more vocal about it. Yeah. So I reckon we're going to get Renaissance about ten years. Everyone going actually, I was darn right unfair against that. To be honest, as, I'm not as sure. long as it it still comes with like as many seasons of the program as as possible, but all the haters, you know, we still manage to get like four to seven seasons. Well, seven, hopefully. Yeah, you know I, that that's what I don't want is for the haters, if you want to call them that, to win. And but it is only like one or two seasons. Mm-hmm. As long as it has the right message, I reckon most fans will be on board with it. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, the the thing is, I I hold I hold out all hope that this is going to be an absolute absolutely fantastic. But to be honest, I think I'm I think this will end up just from just from how TV is nowadays. I think this will end up being the series that has the strongest season one because it can't afford it, it, to have a. It slow has start. the potential for that, doesn't it? It mm. really has the potential. To be yeah. the strongest first season of the Star Trek program. TV is such a different landscape nowadays, mm. so it, they can't afford a slow burner 
it's got to no. be straight out of the gate. It's got to hit it from the go. Yeah, it's got to. Otherwise, it's going to get cancelled, and then, like you said earlier, it's not going to see live day ever again, and that's not what we want. We Saying that say, though, we've we've said before, like you know that trailer. I think all of those clips from that trailer is episode one. Yeah, same here, and that's a. That's a hell of a lot of stuff yeah. going on in one episode. So I think that you're going to get that. You are going to get a, a program that hits the ground running. And, and just... I think that's actually a very good way of marketing it because you said you're yeah. showing the first episode, oh, my God, this looks amazing, but you're not spoiling anything else from the rest of the season. Yeah. So you're still keeping that under wraps. So I think that's actually a very clever way of how they've marketed that. So I'll yeah. definitely give them credit for that as well. Definitely. And also they've announced that, um, like many... Um, series nowadays it's going to be following the uh, American formula because we never because we would always get series a year half a year after we would never have this issue where in America they've always done TV this way and this is what we're accepting as the norm now uh, is that we're going to get the first half of the season uh, oh, yeah. from September and then the second half of the season will be starting in January so um it's it, it's going to be uh, obviously it, it, that's just the way tv is nowadays we, we, because we don't wait that amount of time we get it as america gets it i uh, i feel like that there's two reasons for that one is uh, because it's everything's so fast paced like stuff's being made and then being put on tv straight away so they're literally having to have that gap. So they've got time to do mm-hmm. the stuff they've got to do. Mm. But also, I think um, the thing that I couldn't spit out earlier on when we were off air is that it builds up suspense. Yeah. You know, like having that, that gap in between, like it has everyone wondering where's it going. and it's... Particularly if it ends on a cliffhanger or something like that, even more. Yeah. Well, also, it's, it's a question of, with the technological age that we're in now, as you said, with social media, spoilers abound. Um, but then also, I I just think if they was waiting that six months, that nine months, a huge amount of the population would have already watched it by pirating it. So I know that I wouldn't wait that long uh, nowadays if I was having to wait that yeah. long to watch Trek. I would definitely be downloading it. So uh, it it makes absolute sense to try and do it as uh, as much at the same time as possible because then you just absolutely cut that at the bud. Yeah. You, you you there's no need to download it illegally when it's available at the same time. Yeah, because yeah. I think other other programs, been like, just as a quick example, Game of Thrones does does that as well. They show it mm-hmm. on yeah. Sky Atlanta in America. Like, I think it's like twenty four hours before us, but we get it twenty four hours later. And it's that's, the same with Walking Dead. Yeah, so it's you know, that's, yeah, as I said, they've cut down the time substantially. And I think it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it's a great time. We're Definitely. very very lucky. And uh, one other piece of news that uh, came out today, um, that uh, like whilst we're also on the theme of conventions and whatnot, is uh, they announced the date for the new Destination Star Trek. No, they didn't. There is no destination. <laughs> there is what no Destination about? Star Trek. Well, no, dude. I think it, to be it's honest, they gave, the, they <laughs> gave themselves so much distance that we don't need to worry about it this year. <laughs> 
Yeah, stop. Do you stop. know what? I I have to ask like myself, like what? Why have they given that? That is like the longest time from an announcement to an actual convention date. Well, mm-hmm. we we were talking about it earlier before you came on, June. I think one of the things we said was the fact that because because of the sort of reception of the last convention of the NEC, mm-hmm. that you know, a lot of fans weren't as impressed with it. You know, yeah. That the fact that you know. It should have been better organised from a lot of fans' point of view. It's kind of oh, you know, we need to get this out quicker, so you know that shows that we're on the ball. Now there's mm-hmm. a, there's a good there's an advantage to that, but there's also the disadvantage of well, if you're doing it too soon, there's going to be a really big gap of no news because you you know if you're taking longer by announcing it, I said like earlier than you would, then you you can't you know you've got to try and keep up that momentum, but. If you've got such a big gap, it's going to be very difficult to do. So, well, the, with, with uh, last year's one, they they did that a lot, where they would go months on end without mm. any sort of communication with the with the congoers, and, and some people were wondering, like, are they going to cancel it? Because because there was no communication there at all mm. for months yeah, exactly. on end. Yeah, and that was that, when they gave that, themselves nine months. Yeah, so surely it's got to be worse now. Like you mm. can't. Yeah, you know, because they've be announced the dates, and it's the 19th to the 21st of October 2018. So even though they've announced their initial lineup, which is um, Armand Shimmerman, uh, Linda Parks, um, William Shatner, Max Gredenchik, and Aaron Eisenberg, um, which is a, a brilliant start-out lineup, I don't think they're going to be making any additions to that for some time. And I, I mean no disrespect to any of those guests, but like because it's so far away, like who knows what will happen in their careers or in their lives before then? You know, that's such a long space of time for for those anything guys to could, potentially get work. Yeah, acting yeah, anything, work or whatever. Anything can change at any time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So well, I, I would I wouldn't commit to getting any photo shoots or anything like that myself because you know I probably will go. Um, but I wouldn't be wanting to buy photo shoots like a year and a half before. I, I just feel silly unless it's unless it's the five captains or something. Mm-hmm. Like that you know? the first one. Yeah, yeah. I, I missed that one. So uh, that's one thing I would definitely like jump in on a year and a half before. <laughs> but that's it. But also, it's a question of rolling out Shatner again. He's becoming a piece of the furniture with DST. He is, um, but he's he's at everything. If you go on a, a page called Star Trek Actor Appearances, um, mm. which you'll see our thing come up on there uh, under Match Redentic's name, it, it tells you uh, where the different actors are appearing. Literally, William Shatner's list is always gigantic. Yeah, because he, he never seen. stops, that guy. He was at DST 1 and 3, and actually, oddly enough, he also turned up, um, I don't know if you remember this side, but he was also at the uh, Comic-Con we went to a few, quite a few years ago, when it was me, you and my dad, we went there for a day, Shatner was at that as well. No, I don't, I just, uh, I believe I that. just noticed he's, uh, he's at one in uh, <laughs> yeah. Manchester, I think, in December as well, this year, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, one, yeah. but I've only just heard of it, mm. for the love of sci-fi or something like that. I think that's, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's right, right dude. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. So, that is right. <clears throat> but yeah, as you said, he does. He said he does go to a lot, doesn't he? So yeah. And also, to be honest, if you're looking to uh, like 
get up and close and have a decent conversation with Max Grudenchik, then uh, you're much better off not waiting <laughs> that year and a half. <laughs> yeah. And just uh, come into track on. So yeah. it makes much more sense. Yep. I, said, I, def- I definitely would love to have a chat with him. But as I said, you know, he's such a nice guy. And I said, you had a really nice chat with him as well, didn't you, side about DST3. Yeah. So, yeah. I think he's the ace rimmer of Star Trek actors. I think. While a guy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I think. I think that's just what we were talking about earlier. It's just kind of, that's just sprung to mind. It's like, you know, that's kind of how you can describe him. And it's true. Just kind of, what a guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, definitely. Definitely. So that is uh, the news for now. We thought we, uh, traditionally, we would do a whole, like, a, a hardcore subject of the week and go into huge details. Uh, but then thought we'd do something a bit more uh, random uh, this week because uh, what we're going to do is we're going to like trail through uh, the endless amounts of Star Trek Facebook groups and uh, come up with suggestions for questions from what people have posted on there because you always get people posting questions (laughs) whether it's uh, a stupid who's better or whether it's uh, something yeah. a bit more deep and meaningful so uh, I thought it would be a, a good thing to start and I'm going to start with this one by someone called Demarcus who said what is something you've always wanted to see in a Star Trek movie but never have Oh, Ooh, that's a good question I can't help Think of rude stuff, but I need to think seriously. <laughs> I, I will tell you exactly what my answer was to his question. Go on. It was one word. Cisco. Yeah. Yeah, that would be awesome. Or would have been awesome. I don't yeah. it would happen now, but... Yeah, it wouldn't happen now, but it would... Uh, that's what I always wanted was a, like an element of Deep Space Nine in one was, of the actually, movies. That, that's quite cool, way because actually I'll just, as a thought of who I'd love, who I'd love from Deep Space Nine in a Star Trek film, Garak. Yeah. yeah. Definitely Garak. I think if, if things had unfolded differently in the uh, late 90s and early noughties, or whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. um, that would have been a very awesome thing to have, like DS9 and possibly Voyager stuff going on in the, in the mm-hmm. movies. Yeah, I, I think that would be my answer also. Yeah. DS9 have a, stuff. Or have, a, or have a Deep Space Nine movie or a Voyager yeah. movie. Well, that's the thing. You, with, if you were basing it after Voyager, you could easily uh, coincide all of the T, any of the TNG, DS9, mm-hmm. and Voyager cast. Mm. Yeah, and it, but it feels like that that ship has sailed, doesn't it? Really now. Yeah, it's really. All the time. You ask who would you like to have a cameo in? A Kevin Timeline film effectively is what you're asking, isn't it? It's kind of mm-hmm. that's really where the question has to go because otherwise you're not going to get Prime Universe film these days. It's just not likely. It's kind of not yeah. going to happen. So it's kind of what cameo would you like to get? Who would you who would you have? It's really a question. Well, to be honest, with the Kelvin timeline, I was. Always, it, when when it first came about with the O nine uh, movie, 
I was always hoping that at the end of Into Darkness, they would have left Kirk dead. And then the third movie, I was hoping that they would have made it so that Spock, uh, in the end, managed to fix the timeline. So that... Like so that then like he was able to go back, save everyone, stop everything, and just make it so that it all fitted back into the prime universe. Yeah. Wishful thinking. But yeah, no, that never happened. No. <laughs> so it's quite a cool idea though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh that, that's the thing, that's that's what I was pitching at the time. <laughs> so uh second question I've got from Ty is what is your all-time favourite Star Trek episode across all series? Oh, my God. Well, I know for me, one that I'll go straight to, the Doomsday Device. That's one I always mention. Whatever you tell me, I'll just ask Joe, mate. It will always appear. No matter what happens, I will always see the Doomsday Machine. The acting is, it's, it's superb in that, that one. And it actually has, like, threat. You actually feel like Kirk could actually die in this. Because mm-hmm. that end scene is just heartbreak, you know. It's just it's kind of heart just beats and just like, oh. Yeah, and I just, think that's quite impressive. Just, I think it's quite impressive that you they can, never do in any other mm. f- other one. It's like, have they done it or not? And you sit going, no. Whereas in that one, it's like, is he actually going to get off the ship or not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I've always loved about mm. that. The acting's just superb in it. You know, considering obviously, I think I mean. The amount of times, like, like the Kirk is saved, like even before that episode, you think, oh, you know, but you know, oh, it's always, he's always going to be fine. But as I said, the fact that, that episode can, even though you probably know he's going to be, it still has that element of, oh my god, is he actually going to? I think that's actually done really well. They yeah. need it to like, last four seconds, and it's just kind of, you know, well done. It's such a well conceived episode that. It's one I always go to, no matter what. I will, that will always be watched if I'm doing original series, without a single doubt. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, no. I, I can't think, honestly, for me. <laughs> it, it'd be TNG or DS9, more than likely. But I, I have no but idea. To pick, to pick an episode out of... Oh, it's even, too hard, yeah, there's so yeah, many. Even, even the, the tricks we're maybe not as fond of, they're still fantastic episodes. I mean, yeah. I'm going to just say, just as an example, just to answer the question, because, you know, there's yeah. just many that I would pick, but I'd probably go for uh, Twilight <laughs> and Enterprise. That's one I talk about a lot. Okay. Because I think, you know, that's an episode where I think for me, it's the fact that it's just what, what, just that one change of what could have happened you know, in that whole episode of, of what Archer did, and it was just that whole little change of how things completely just changed, and like the whole outline of that humanity was literally destroyed. And mm. I think the acting, particularly from Scott Bakula, is fantastic. I, I can watch that episode and actually believe that he doesn't remember that that amount of time has passed, and he actually can't remember because it's so believable. But mm-hmm. it's just, I mean, Simon will attest to that's that's an episode I've always sort of go to, don't I? Like, I'm surprised you're saying because it's bloody time travel. The amount of complaints <laughs> I get about bloody time travel, it's like <laughs> bloody hell. Jamie's actually saying one. That <laughs> don't happen often. 
that doesn't happen often. You are correct, but I think it, that's a good example where it's actually done really well and it makes sense. The exception against the rule. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's many other episodes I would say, but that's just one I've kind of I do go to quite a lot, and it's one of my absolute favourites. It cool. really is absolutely fantastic. So, yeah. Uh, for me, one of how I would normally have answered that it would uh, it, it's a question of inner light would normally always be up in the top for me because I really do love inner light mm-hmm. but at the moment I'm swaying between two I'm swaying between I'm, uh, I really enjoy Terra Prime from Enterprise because I really see that as the final episode that should have been Agreed. on Enterprise. Uh, mm-hmm. it, These Are the Voyages is fine as a standalone <laughs> bottle episode, but should have appeared in the middle of the season. I'm not saying anything about Why that episode. Why did you mention that? Why <laughs> did you mention that? It's just... To cut it short, I'm just going to say I pretend that episode does not exist, and I'll well, leave it at that. Well, the thing <laughs> yeah, is, fair enough. The, the thing is, I think it's an okay episode. I think it's an insult for it to be a season finale. Yeah, I, yeah. I'd go with that. I and it's, it's not it, fair. I consider it like um, the uh, original series finale as well. I'll turn about Intruder. I, I give it the same credence because, again, well, that, 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 that was meant to go longer and it didn't. Yeah. And yeah, so was Enterprise meant to go middle, longer. But... And it didn't. So you've got to give it the same kind of... No, they knew it was winding down. They knew that was the final episode. With Enterprise, it's not just that it it should have been an episode in the middle of the series. It's the fact that it had TNG's dick wiped all over it, you know, which is is fine. (laughs) If it was in the middle, it'd be fun. But the fact that it was like, right, that's the end. It was just a, you know, you've just been watching a holodeck projection... Yeah, Ryan because the, the the thing is, the reason why I say it would be fine in the middle of the season is because it it's wouldn't have been... With, it wouldn't you've got have, Brent Spiner and things, haven't you? It wouldn't have been the... No, it was um, Jonathan Frakes and Marina Sirtis. I mean, like, in, in earlier in the season you had Brent Spiner, so it would have fit well, yeah. so much better. But also, it's a question of, I think, it, because of... Uh, no, but it wouldn't have been the only bottle episode because we also get the uh, Mirror Universe episode, which doesn't affect Enterprise's continuity or timeline whatsoever because it just happens. There's no crossover. Mm. Yeah. So a bottle episode like that would have been absolutely fine. I wouldn't have gave a fuck. I just think it's an insult for it to be the final episode. But also what I found strange is that a lot of what happens in These Are The Voyages had already happened in Terror Prime. Yeah, you've said that before. Yeah, It's odd that they chose to do that. Yeah, because Terror Prime was all about getting everybody together for that first meeting, that first, like, peace talks. Uh, and they managed to do that. But then it, it's uh, but then it's building up to... The, uh, on these are the voyages, it's building up to the writing the speech of 
like the forming of the federation. So it's almost like rehashing the previous episode at the same time. That's actually yeah. a very good point. Actually, one I didn't actually think about before. That's a really interesting point, Wayne. Yeah. So I, I think I think I've heard uh, what, what's his name. What was the the head of the thing that in those days, Rick Berman. Yeah, yeah. But, but Rick Berman and, and, and Bragg, uh, Brandon, Brandon Braga. Yeah, they described it as like a, a love letter to to TNG fans, which yeah. like yeah, that's fine, but just don't do that as the end of your, you, I mean, you know, of what you know is the very end of your I mean, current series. To, I think to be, I think to be fair to them, because obviously I know they they still get a lot of flack for it, but I think I think. Uh, uh, they were just kind of, I think they both said they kind of felt a bit, when you've been doing Star Trek for over 20 years as they had been, they're mm. feeling a bit kind of franchise fatigued from it. So I think they just kind of ran out of steam, I think, at the end. So, you know, which is which is understandable. Yeah, but the thing is, right, in These Are The Voyages, <laughs> most people are well fucked off that they killed Trip, and it was oh. a pointless death. Agreed. Yeah, it was an absolutely pointless death. Yeah. Where, because that's the thing, it, he, he, yeah, he stops from blowing Needless. up. Archer managed to get to the meeting and that. But what I really feel that Terra Prime should have been the final episode, and I still would have killed Trip. But <laughs> I would have away made more meaningful. No, mm. yeah, but I would have made it so that the baby didn't have this genetic disease so that the baby uh, disorder rather so that the baby survived but trip sacrificed himself to save to and the baby it would have had so much more meaning and mm. i would have cared about it so much more yeah i can definitely yeah. say that yeah because and i would have accepted that a hell of a lot more so i i really do enjoy terror prime um, but I think answering the question, I think <laughs> I'll go with that. That was your answer. Was <laughs> no, I was saying I was swaying between wrong. two. Oh. <laughs> I was swaying between two, but I think I will end up going with all good things. Yeah, that that is definitely a contender. That's a good one. Yeah, just because it it re- that is a perfect love letter for TNG. Mm. Yeah, I'd, I'd say that's in like my top five. But yeah, sorry, I'm not picking one. But yeah. that, that's up there. As I said, for me, it was just one example of many. So I could I could rattle off a dozen more episodes. Yeah, <laughs> but I just I just pick one that just came to mind. So oh no no, it was good. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, okay. Uh, third question from a guy called Nathan. Favorite captain? Picard. Straight away. I think Wayne knows what I'll, I'm going to say. Like it was Picard for years for me, but mm-hmm. these days it's Cisco for several reasons. Yeah, no, definitely. I I understand uh, your reasoning entirely. And the thing is, I don't think that I don't think there's a wrong answer in this. No. It's all down no. to the personal preference. I think all of the captains are fantastic. I would put Kirk at the bottom of my list. Um, but that's still quite a high list, though. So we, 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 we but that say, is a high caliber list. Of... For me, I'm going to say uh, Janeway. Mm-hmm. Mad man. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I know. Thank you, sir. <laughs> um, and... You know, I said just for the fact that you know, as I said all of them have got fantastic qualities that make a great yeah. captain. 
Uh, for, for, for me, for Janeway, it's kind of, even though it, it didn't see, seem as much of, of a threat as it should have been with the Delta Quadrant, but, you know, the fact that she'd managed to lead him through all that and... All those yeah. dreadful Ks on. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the demon you know. planet, oh. <laughs> but she I broke a think... nail. <laughs> Oh dear! I knew this was going to happen. I should have been suffering. No, <laughs> no, no, dude. I I appreciate Janeway. I like you know. Janeway. Yeah. And uh, Janeway for a long time was my favourite captain. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it, because it it was firmly Picard, and then for a long time my favourite captain was Janeway because she is such a strong character. So she, she goes through so much, and she. Because she managed to negotiate with the Borg. I mean, that's literally yeah. unheard of. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I have a above Kirk on my list, but I definitely feel like when I watch Voyager, sometimes she seems really cool and sometimes she really didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know some of those examples, like that whole nanny shit, that stuff. I don't know <laughs> what that was about. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I think she would have been a stronger captain if they didn't do some of the weird shit that they done with her. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what it comes down to a lot. I think Kate Mulgrew did a fantastic job with what she oh, had. Yeah. But sometimes, it, and I'll say it's not just for her. I'll say this for a lot of the characters, a lot of them. Just the writing just let them down, unfortunately, a lot of the time. That's what I'll, I always I'll, say about I'll Voyager. Say this for yeah. her, though. Better than the original Janeway. Yeah, oh, 100%. Oh. Yeah, that, that's all yeah. to watch. That goes stuff. without saying. I think we could all unanimously 100% agree on that, yeah. 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 Uh, though I think at the moment my favourite captain is Archer. Uh, I, I just think he's he, he's a captain that I would want to serve under. He's... I, I always feel that. like He's like the nicest captain. Like mm. yeah. um, He would be the nicest one. I'm not just saying it because they do it in the show, but he'd be the nicest one to like have lunch with and dinner with and stuff. Don't forget yeah. Porthos. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, don't forget about Porthos as well. But like the other ones, you, you know, even though I love Picard and Cisco, they'd be a bit intimidating. I think like you, you'd know that they'd like. Don't forget about Livingston. <laughs> uh, and, the, and the thing with Archer is if you go on an away mission with him, particularly if you're fighting Borg, you're more likely to survive than if you're a security officer aboard the ship. Yes. Yeah, regeneration. Oh. It was it you said to me, so I... <laughs> about... <laughs> say it. <laughs> in regeneration, you know, I don't know if you guys have watched oh, that recently. Oh, yes, I know where you're going. But with, with the face pistols, Archer, Archer and uh, Reed can literally shoot like 10 times and they're fine and they'll all die. But you yep, we've got pistols. a couple of hours to re, re- um, calibrate these these phases, sod the security team on the ship, we're still our ones, you can survive on your own. Good luck. <laughs> and they're just sitting there firing, not getting anywhere, it's like, ah, run away! And they're just in there on like, the Explorer, just kind of shooting at things, and they're just dying all the way. She's there going, haven't you forgotten about someone, you know, they might need your help, they might be assimilated, <laughs> you know. No, don't worry, they'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> What's the worst that can happen? So you definitely got a higher chance of a survival rate with Archer. Yeah. <laughs> got on the way mission with him. Oh dear. Oh, well, that's the thing. He never lost an officer for years. Yeah. It was it, it was only in the expanse that he lost his first officer. 
Oh, can I just just say something that you've just reminded me of? I know it's a bit late. We've gone past the news now. <laughs> but you've just reminded me with, with uh, Archer and Enterprise and all that. Um, one cool thing, sort of Star Trek related, but not Star Trek related, is uh, mm-hmm. Seth MacFarlane has his own TV series oh, coming yeah. out. That, yes. The oh, Orville, I've yeah. Seen, I've seen uh, a trailer for it. The looks, It looks fantastic. Oh, yeah, she I is, actually... isn't she? Yeah, she is, isn't it? Is she? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's like someone a science, else as well. Officer. Oh wow! I'll definitely. Oh wow! I I'm sure there's that. someone else in there. I'm sure, th- other than Seth and her, there's there's somebody else. I'm sure there is. Wow. Yeah, no, it does look absolutely fantastic. I I don't know how we will see that in the UK uh, if it's going to be on Netflix. Netflix. Probably I, Netflix. I really look forward to that. Mm, yeah. Same here. Same here. A lot of people uh, don't even realise that he was in multiple episodes of uh, Enterprise mm-hmm. as a crew member. Yeah, but, but he's a big fan, and it's obvious now seeing that trailer. trailer oh, it's, that, uh, that is he—he he does a fantastic job. It feels like Trek. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so let's round this section off with one final question, which was posted by Rich: "You're dying of an unknown <laughs> alien virus." Maybe 24 hours to live. He's not quite sure. Uh, <laughs> but which doctor would you choose to save your life? Crusher. Crusher. Really? I, I think Crusher would end up killing you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to say the doctor, obviously, when he had his mobile emitter. If you um, swap the word treating for something else, I would have picked Crusher. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, there's always Plasky. <laughs> yeah. The, th- oh. the, the thing is... I'll send Plasky over to you if you want you, I you like... know. See her? Yes, on. <laughs> I really like Pulaski. She's... Uh, I I prefer no her over Crusher sometimes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, actually, um, in our season two review, we actually, me, me and Simon Sickle, weren't we, so we were defending Pulaski, wasn't we? Hmm. Yeah. I, I've grown to like her a lot over time. I, I yeah. used to hate her, but she gets a bad rap. But yeah, I'd say I'm I'm too loyal that. to next gen. That's the issue with me. It's like <laughs> Crusher. I don't care. It's like la 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 la. Not listening. Yeah, doctors are very difficult. I say I think when we well because we did Dream Cruise, where she was last episode. We did, although we mm-hmm. did it like two years ago. I think laughed. Um. And it was just a muddy thing. You kind of you'd feel comfortable. Whereas some other ones, it's just a bit too. Like it sounds stupid, but they know too much. Mm-hmm. You want a doctor that was just about. Yeah, that even sounds worse. But never mind it. That <laughs> just about does it. Knows you know, kind of. I know. I've just found it. And looks after you instead of kind of stay in that bed. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. I will. I think. I think. I think. Like. For me, like the early Doctor probably would have been like that, but I think as the seasons went on, you know, so I said definitely choose for me to be the Doctor, particularly when Ellie's mobile emitter. So that's yeah, I I think I'd lean towards him as well because he just comes up with stuff like immediately, like two hours later, I've made this invention that's going to well, save you. Well, the thing is that the Doctor from Voyager has got pretty much the entire medical database. Yeah. That's one of the other reasons I've kind of gone for him. a bit of a cop-out. That's the thing. He is a bit of a cop-out because of that. So you sit there going, mm. eh, just kind of... I think... I it... wonder how much of that database is Crusher. 
Yeah, exactly. Not point not 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 because I'm not sure what way to go because uh, I'm swaying between two again. Mm-hmm. Um, Bashir the, the, or Flux, by any chance? Yeah. Do you know what? I, I think you've gotten Flux. Oh, yeah. Because, Flux. Yeah. Blimey. I think he would actually probably be my second choice, I reckon. Because the thing is, mm. Flux is one of those guys who he uh, he is on the frontier. He is discovering cures that no yep. one has ever Mm. Uh, like face these diseases before so i think for thinking on your toes i think that flocks might be your man yeah but at the same time if you need an operation or something like that i think i would trust our genetically engineered uh dr bashir to be maybe the most competent yeah i, I was originally going to say between the doctor and and bashir but um but obviously, the doctor's going to have Bashir's some of his knowledge, yeah, with him, isn't he? Yeah, exactly, exactly. But yeah, no, I think I'll go with Flocks. Good choice. Um, there, so, there is no wrong choice, is there? There is no exactly. wrong choice. Exactly. There is no wrong choice. Well, we're just showing a diversity of opinions. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Do we know who the doctor? If there is a doctor, like. In uh, Discovery, yet I don't think they've named I don't a doctor. Think they've announced there's the a fungus doctor. doctor. Yeah, there's a scientist. <laughs> ah, I study fungus. You never know, you know, because I've I've had all the all these but theories like about mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> I think that um, like everything's going to blow up, everything's going to go wrong in that first episode, and people are going to have to take on roles that aren't usually their role, so you never know. The scientist might become the go-to doctor sort of thing. But you like a truffle yeah. at the end of the <coughs> operation? Yeah. No, I think... <laughs> I, I, I think you're probably right. Though with Discovery, I'm, I'm still interested to see who the, who the handover character will be. Because obviously in TNG we had Dr. McCoy... In the first episode in DS9, we had Picard in the first episode in Voyager. There was Quark in the first episode in Enterprise. There was um, uh, Zephyrin Cochrane in the first episode. It feels like it can only really be T'Pol, It's got to be it? T'Pol. It's got to be um, I, I don't know how long uh, Andorians live. I could get one of my favourite guys on there if... If he lived long enough, but I don't know how long they're supposed to live. Jeffrey Combs. I'm not yeah. sure how long Andor is. That's actually a good. I've never actually thought actually how long they live. No, I've always Neither. just assumed that they were a similar lifespan to humans. Yeah, I just assumed. But yeah, no, it, I reckon it's got to be Sapol. It's yeah. got to be Sapol. Handy. It makes sense. Yeah. But these days, with like, uh, you know, if you've been and watched the recent Star Wars movies and stuff, like they can just do like a CG version of anyone if they wanted to. Mm. I wouldn't want them to, though. No, but they might. They might. Mm. They might. That was just weird. It, it, it is weird <laughs> when they do that, but I, would, I wouldn't put it past them. Oh, so, uh, that is the end of the topics. Yeah, uh, that was fun. Thank you, everybody in Facebook land. Yeah, no, that's it. it was, uh, I think that was uh, that worked out well. Yeah. 
Yeah, so <laughs> let's move on over here. Time for the trek off. So yes, it's time for the Trek Off, our weekly quiz to test our Trek knowledge. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, we uh, at the moment we've been using the Star Trek Scenic cards uh, for the questions to add an element of randomness. And what we'll do is we'll ask each person taking part whether they want a green or an orange question. And then they will be uh, given that question. So it's absolutely random. So, seeing as you're our guest on your podcast, <laughs> Simon and Jamie, we'll let you guys go first. So, who wants to go first, Simon or Jamie? I bet you I'm going to be put first, aren't I, Jamie? No, I'll go first. I'll get mine first one out of the way. Might as well. That's a cool. first. <laughs> there you go. I'm still surprised, I can't I, si? <laughs> Okay, so the rules, the rules this time around uh, have changed over recent years. Uh, it is sudden death. So uh, you stay on if you've got a question right. If you fail, you're out. <laughs> unless everybody else gets a question wrong. Well, this is going to be quick. <laughs> yeah. So hit me. So, here we go. Jamie, would you like a green or an orange question? I'm going to pick an orange because that's one of my favorite colors. So okay. I'm going to go for orange. So the question is, why does Mr. Spock hijack the Enterprise in the original series two-parter, The Menagerie? Uh, nice easy one. He hijacks that to get um, Captain Pike back to those aliens. Um Talos, uh, Talos, uh, I'm trying to think, I'm doing, again, by numerals, I'm doing terrible at this, Talos 4, whatever it's called. Spot on, mate, spot on. Nice. What are you worried about? <laughs> That's it. Jude, do you want to ask Simon this question? Yeah, sure. Uh, what would you like, Simon, green or orange? Same thing, orange, please. Orange, okay. It's probably being horrible, but I don't mind. How have the Baku lived so long? Because of the radiation around the planet, if that's good enough, or do you need more? Metaphasic? It's a lot more long-winded on the card, but I, I think that's fine. I um, think that's fair. I, I can give you the answer on the card. The, the metaphasic radiation from their colonised planet's rings reverses the ageing process. But yeah, what you said. I did the abridged version. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll accept that. We'll be kind. I think that's close (laughs) enough. (laughs) Well done, Si. Okay, Jude, green or orange? Um, I'll go green. God, the the look on kind of concentration on Jude's face. (laughs) Matter of life and death. I don't know. Sometimes I look at the card that I'm holding and just hope that it's the same one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so... In the motion picture First Contact, who is Dr. Crusher's nurse on the Enterprise E? Who's her nurse? Who is Dr. Crusher's nurse? Oh, um... I 
can't think. Is is it like someone who shouldn't be the nurse? I'm not going to help you. <laughs> um, uh, I, I don't remember her doing much in first contact, to be honest. It's, it's pretty much everyone run. I'm, I'm think, I've, I've got someone in mind, but I don't think it's the right answer. No, I'm 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 just going to say something stupid like like data or something. No, uh, because cause is that I, your final answer? Yeah, sod it. Because I, I'm not going to get it. I I really can't think. Uh, just out of curiosity, Jamie, who did you think it was? I said Nurse Agawa. I don't. Know, I see anyone I can remember. It was Lieutenant Alyssa Agawa. Oh, okay. All oh, right. Okay. So, yeah, I, I really. Really didn't remember that being in the movie. I just checked that out because that's the first one that came to mind. But it's the thing yeah. if you sit there going, "Have they put a trick in here that it isn't her?" It's just yeah, a I, just, person, I just looked yeah. it up, but it's just like, yeah, I'm just, right. Just... I was just thinking it might be like a stupid scene where where the you know the nurse is somewhere else and no, never mind. No. Okay, so I'm, so I'm out now. You're out. Okay. Okay, so uh, you got my question? Uh, yeah, what what do you want, uh, green or orange? I'll go for green. Okay. Who kills... Um... Okay, I'm, I'm not reading that. I can't <laughs> bloody read that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I know no, I'm not supposed no, to do that. Shall I ask it? Now it's too easy to juice thinking, no, you can't have that one. Shall I ask it even though it's ridiculously easy and someone answered it about five minutes ago? Yeah, because at least one of us is in the next round. Okay, all right, fair enough. How can the Doctor move about freely on Voyager? (laughs) Uh, Because of his mobile emitter. Yeah. I was going to try and think of something witty to say, but it's too late for that. <laughs> and too hot as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, so uh, Jamie, your second question. Back to me. Um, can I have green this time, please? Okay. In the motion picture, The Voyage Home, from where do Uhura and Chekhov plan to borrow high energy photons in order to recrystallize dilithium, allowing them to return to the future? Um. <laughs> They go, they... Oh dear! Well, they steal it from the docks or something, or a, or. A... <laughs> but I'm assuming you mean us asking for. Need to be a bit more precise, Jamie. Yeah. yeah, so I'm getting the feeling it's meant to be a specific places, yeah. but I, I, yeah. I don't actually have a. Clue. You'll kick. You'll kick yourself. Is all I'm going to say. Yeah, you will kick yourself. So you don't. It, you, no idea, Jamie. No. Uh. Easy. Hmm? Easy. I'm just gonna say. I'm just gonna say, <laughs> Cisco. I've got no idea. <laughs> I, I'm just literally go. Oh yeah, I'm just gonna say that. That's probably wrong, but hey, okay. I'm gonna kick myself, aren't I, for not knowing? You this. are. But there's, there's probably they were looking for the or... nuclear vessel, and it turned out that it was. The aircraft carrier, the USS Enterprise. 
Although it wasn't in real life, but it, hey, yeah, it's the, what they call oh, it in the film. Oh, actually, see, I got confused. I was thinking if it's a specific place where they went or actually, oh, that's <laughs> why I got confused. Never mind. Oh, well. Yeah. I could tell Jamie We are looking it. for your nuclear vessel. I could just tell in your voice, Jamie, it's like, yeah, I have no idea what the hell they're on about. <laughs> no, because I wasn't sure if it was a specific place or if it was actually, like, where, well, it was, where it was they went. What it was, it was the fucking Enterprise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, so uh, from listening to it in the past, I've learned be very precise, otherwise they won't yeah. give it to you. So I've just just yeah. chuck answer them and they were going late yay or nay. It's late so. and I'm hot, so I, I, that, that's my excuse. <laughs> Jamie just wants to wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, with, with Jamie going out, it's between you and me, Jude. With, uh, no, Blaine. I keep getting me. names wrong. Stupid. Don't worry. So am I, I, am I, feel, I doing We like to swap am names every so often as well. Is my oh. name Phil Simon? Could be. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what did you want? A, a green or Simon's. orange? Green one. Please. Uh, another easy one. Yes. A very short one. Name Mr. Spock's parents. Sarah and... Let's get these ones mixed up. Sarah... Miranda? Is that your final answer? Yes. Because I think that's a trick that's to put me off this scent. That is your final answer, Miranda. Mm-hmm. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> it's Amanda Grayson. Almost. Almost. Yeah, yeah. Close. Okay. Almost. So, so if I you, have if, to get this right. If Wayne gets not, this right, he's the winner of this week. If not, then Simon and Jamie are still in it. Trackmate pride. Come on, dude. I don't hold out much hope. <laughs> Shall I just give you the orange on what I'm looking at, or do you want? Uh, yeah, no, I'm fine with orange. That's fine. Uh, in the undiscovered country, what? Okay. Is that a word? <laughs> oh, 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 tensible motive. Do the Klingons ascribe to Captain Kirk for Chancellor Gorkon's assassination? Because he hated Klingons because they killed his son. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take that. Again, it's, you know, more long-winded on the card. Retribution for the death of Kirk's son, Dr. David Marcus, at the hands of a Klingon. Yes. Yes. The Wayne got the gist of it. That's it. We'll accept that. It's my <laughs> fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I so that's it. Stuart's inquiry. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't do independent inquiries. It'll be very biased. We've learnt from our own government. Never let independent inquiries happen. <laughs> right, so Wayne has been indisposed for a second. <laughs> So uh, I'll just say to everybody, um, if you want to go to trekmateevents.com and get your tickets and find out all your info. And... Yeah. <laughs> That's where you go. <laughs> yeah. That's what you do. And, of course, you can find us at theengagepodcast.com as well. Yeah. Uh, might as well. Yeah, because we never normally promote our website to so we do episodes. Yeah. You know, we, it's something we try and we try and kind of do more often if we can. So I thought, you know, might as well just chuck it in. 
Um, yeah, so anyway, um, Wayne's won the, the trek off, so uh, I'll just yes. finish it finally by saying uh, that's Trek, mate. And engage podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Space, the final frontier. Well, life is a geek is kind of laid back. Ain't nothing like an OS that I can't hack. I actually know the difference between PC and Mac. Thank God I'm a Star Trek boy. Well, every time it's on, I can't help myself. I set the DVR even though they're on my shelf. I've seen them all many times. They're good for my health. Thank God I'm a Star Trek boy. Well, I got me a phaser. Got me a triple when Kirk's on the tube. I just have to giggle. Life ain't nothing but a space opera riddle. Thank God I'm a Star Trek boy. Well, the vote's still out for Picard or Kirk. They both have their strong points. It all kind of work. One likes to talk and the other's just a jerk. Thank God I'm a Star Trek boy. Well, the Enterprise D looks like a lot of fun, but Classic is old, 1701. Both had torpedoes and a phaser gun. Thank God I'm a Star Trek boy. Well, I got me a phaser, got me a triple, and Kirk's on the tube. I just have to giggle. Life ain't nothing but a space opera riddle. Thank God I'm a Star Trek boy. Mr. Data, warp speed, please. Please state the nature of the medical emergency. I'm a doctor, not a mechanic. Chocolate is a serious thing. Greed is the purest, most noble of emotions. Make it so. Well, there's TOS, TNG, DS9, and Voyager, you see. Enterprise and the cartoon series. Thank God I'm a Star Trek boy. Too bold to go where no one's gone before. Going on adventures, strange new worlds, and more. I love every hour. I'm a Trekkie to the core. Thank God I'm a Star Trek boy. Well, I got me a phaser, got me a triple, and Kirk's on the tube. I just have to giggle. Life ain't nothing but a space opera riddle. Thank God I'm a Star Trek boy. Beam me aboard. Energize. Energize. Yeah, the movies are good, the even one's the best. I watch them all, cause I like the rest. Every single one puts the crew to the test. Thank God I'm a Star Trek boy. Now spending all my money on merchandise. I bought another collectible against my wife's advice. But seriously, to me, it's worth the price. Thank God I'm a Star Trek boy. I got me a phaser, got me a triple, and Kirk's on the tube. I just have to giggle. Life ain't nothing but a space opera riddle. I'm a Star Trek boy. Interface complete. Beam me up, Scotty. I can't get no power, Captain. Kirk's transporter room, report. Ahead. Warp factor four. been listening to the Trekmate Podcast. Would you like to get a hold of us? Visit trekmate.org.uk and boldly go where no podcast has gone before. Make it so. Prepare to attack. All hands battle station. 
Don't worry. We will get to the bottom of this. All right. Ask is a tall ship and a star to steer by. I don't want excuses. I want answers. Am I authorized to enter the neutral zone? How do you think that tells me about your character? Captain's log, stardate 3541.9. Program complete. Enter when ready. I am Captain Jean-Luc Picard, and I approve this message. Tweet us at TrekMate1701. Make it so.